my god. No. Welcome to the Photo Weekly, the best and only podcast on the FO Dartley. And here are your hosts, Pepe Lay and Red Rasco. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Photo Weekly. We are down to the final matches of the season. A champion will be crowned and promotion and relegation will be finalized. But no matter what happens, Rascal, you're an A next season. Uh, for better or worse, that is the case, yes. No, I, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident. Um, I, uh, I think I have the right mental, mental aspect to go into A. And uh, just do the best I can. If I end up in B next season, oh well. But I will say this morning my second uh, throw of dart was a, was a max. So pretty good at this darts game we're playing. Perfect. Well, uh, from my experience, that uh, positive spirit usually lasts about three, seven, two losses. <laughs> um, so I'll check back in with you in week four. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it, uh, some exciting uh, matches and uh, hopefully the finals will be the same. But uh, let's take a look back. The lead, the top five stories this week in the FODL. Start down in D-League and uh, the promotion final, Blade Mal overcoming a 3-1 hole uh, came back to win 4-3 against Darty South, and he'll head off to face Slappy Pappy for a chance to be in C-League. Darty South, 4%, 4 on double outs, 2 of 46, and he had 26 darts to win the match in leg uh, number 5. Yeah, brutal. 50 darts that Blade has survived. Uh, because this is 2020 and uh, all the terrible things. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's literally unbelievable that he survived 57 match darts. Uh, but, you know, to his credit, uh, he shows up. Congrats to Blade for playing darts uh, against people who cannot finish. And uh, Darty South, <laughs> you know what? Why don't you – I've got a, a notice here from the city of Atlanta. They've asked you to, to move to the suburbs, unless you're already in the suburbs, and they asked you to move further out. Because uh, you really let A-Town down. And you're not supposed to just piece up A-Town down. That, that he did. Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, Blade Mouse has been thrown steady but not spectacular. And, and he's come from behind to uh, close out and uh, did enough to take it. So he will um, face a uh, well-rested um, Slappy Pappy. Uh, you have to think um, Slappy will have, have a bit of an advantage. But, you know he's there and, and anything can happen and, and slappy hasn't thrown a match in two to three weeks, which can be a challenge for uh, some of the um, incomers. So that'll be a fun one to watch, but uh, rolling on to C league Alpine stranger five, three win over Alki. Um, Alki had a two, one lead and then Alpine with three straight legs some solid a 25, a 26, and a 20 darter. And then uh, Alki cut it um, to 4-3, but then uh, took out the eighth leg with a 28 darter. An impressive comeback from, from Alpine, not coming back from much, being down 2-1. But taking those three straight legs and then uh, being having the presence of mind to kind of uh, stay on top of a uh, 
the counter comeback from Alki um, really just shows that, you know, uh, his match versus Bud is going to be very exciting to watch. I don't know if, if – Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And I think if Alpine throws the best darts that he's got, he can beat Bud. And I think that Bud is – and that, that's saying that with Bud having thrown some amazing darts re- recently, especially in practice. Um, but, man, it's going to be one for the ages, and I'm really looking forward to that match. Yeah, it's it's always interesting with these uh, guys that are trying to fight off relegation. Um, just obviously you can practice and you can throw some practice matches and try and stay uh, where you're at, but not having thrown a match in like two to three weeks and then having a, a big match definitely uh, comes into play. So it'll be interesting to see how a lot of them do. Um, but a little more on this match, uh, Alki, kind of, kind of what we... Um, Saw from him a lot of the season. He had a 3.2 uh, to win a leg of cricket. He had a 64 checkout um, in a leg. And so had some really, really good legs, but then uh, couldn't kind of keep it going. Um, I, I think the biggest stat for, for me was Alpine had a, a 66 first nine. Alki um, only a 48. And so you're letting your opponent jump out to a, a sizable lead in, in legs. It does make it uh, challenging to come out. And then, um, you know, Alpine, the big one, double outs, 22%. Yeah, 22% is always going to make you feel uh, like you went out and competed the way you should. So shout out to him. Shout out to the stash. I'm slowly gaining a begrudging respect for the minimal facial hair, <laughs> but he does a lot with a little. And uh, that's not the same for his darts game. He's doing a lot with a lot for his darts. Alpine. Uh, looking down to... Absolutely. Uh, Jig 5-0 versus Deadhead. Deadhead couldn't even win one leg to make me look like Ginger Domus. And, uh, but Jig really just came out and, and took care of business. Uh, uh, PPR for Jig versus a 47 for Deadhead, which really is kind of a down week for Deadhead in the average... Uh, 2.4 in both legs for cricket for jig, which is strong. And Deadhead just completely, you know, blanked, which is probably pretty frustrating to him. The first leg of 501 was a 40 darter, so he had some chances. Zero for 16 on double outs. Uh, and Jig finished with a 19%. Um, he, jig had a 60 and a 50 double out. But, man, what a, what a surprise, I think. I mean, I did predict 5-1 jig, but I'm still pretty surprised that Deadhead didn't win any or even make it closer than that. Yeah, I I mean, he's all season um, been able to win matches and and show pretty well. And and yeah, I I was uh, blown away um, that he wasn't even able to take a leg. And I mean, it wasn't phenomenal uh, darts on Jig's part. He's kind of thrown steady, good darts all all season. But you look at it, uh, Jig's highest throw for all of the 501 was a – he had one ton. That was in the entire wow. match. He had one ton. So uh, he, he wasn't, like, throwing super high darts. And then the other one that was interesting, Deadhead had a 70.2 first nine. But then I went and I actually calculated his uh, next nine for all those legs, and he averaged a 45. So it's like he came out of the gates of each leg, threw phenomenal, and then just kind of – fell off and let Jig get back into him. So um, 
Yeah, it'll be interesting to see because uh, Deadhead is going to be back in B, and I got to think he'll have a chip on his shoulder. Um, and I would think he's going to be one of the favorites going in into next season. And you look at Jake, he's going up against DJ Mike Hughes, and uh, I don't think the moment will be too big for Jake. He's been in a lot of playoffs. He's been in A, so he's played DJ. Um, and so he, he's got to have some confidence going in there. Yeah, I, I Mike was kind of uh, signaling defeat already. I don't know if he was playing mind games or what in the Twitch chat, but he already had congratulated Jig on going to A, which we'll see if that ends up being the case. But, um, I, you know, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough match to predict there is Jig versus DJ. So to see how, I, I, how we're feeling later on in the pot. Yeah, I feel like DJ is reverse Samson. Yep. The longer his hair gets, the worse and less confidence he is at darts. Because uh, the DJ I know and love is is a big game darter that is going to talk shit <laughs> and uh, and take it down. But who knows? He could be taking a page out of the Pepe book. Uh, if somebody likes to talk shit about their own game and then uh, win some legs, that is uh, my... my uh, specialty so um yeah it, it'll be uh we'll, we'll definitely have some interesting predictions later when we talk about it and then finally on to a league uh some entertaining matches uh a familiar face in the finals surgeon 6-3 win over the nooch um surgeon had a uh, 3.1 average in cricket a uh, 64.1 average in 501. Uh, I think he is in his uh, championship form at the right time and is uh, focused to keep his crown with some new talent in there. It's crazy because I talked to him today and he said he hadn't practiced since his last match. So he hadn't thrown a dart since his win over Slinger. And he throws that well against, against Nooch. So uh, whatever they've got in the water there in, in suburban Pennsylvania, the, he needs to bottle it and send it out because it's, it's working well for him. Uh, ironically, Nooch had a higher PPR. He, he finished with a 67, and uh, Nooch won with a 20 and 18 and a 20 uh, 501 get matches, or sorry, legs. But uh, Surgeon himself won with a 21, a 28, a 24, and a 25. So a couple of big checkouts for uh, Nooch. He had an 87, a 68, and a 46. And Nooch three for four on double outs, uh, but still wasn't enough to overcome the surge. Well, that, that was the interesting thing is, is he had those, the two 20 darters and an 18 and big checkouts. And so it, three of those legs, he was just completely on. Um, and then you look at the, uh, the, the leg surgeon one, he, he won a 21 darter, but 24, 25 and 28, like those are solid wins, but they're not spectacular. And so uh, it, it's kind of like Nooch had three really phenomenal legs and then kind of fell off on the other ones. So um, I, I know they're asking him about uh, the uh, after the match. If they're asking him if Nerves' uh, first playoff appearance had anything to do with it, and uh, gotta love Nooch. He's just like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't know uh, if I buy it though, Nooch. I, I, I don't know if I buy it because your darts say otherwise. But uh... <laughs> um, but yeah, so the uh, the most decorated photo darter is uh, back where he normally ends the season in the championship and facing him um, in uh, the other leg King Raj will be coming uh, after a six win six, one win over the train uh, to face the surgeon in the finals. 
68.3 average for King Rod, just 61.7 for the train. Uh, 3.0 and 2.8 in cricket for Raj and jumped out to a 5-0 lead before train took uh, one leg. So holler to the train for not getting swept. But, man, train, I really thought you had it in you to pull the upset. And it was certainly we were pulling for you. At least I was pulling for you. But uh, you know what they say, King Raj is good at darts. Very, very good at darts. Um, was it? Uh, 18 darter, 21, 22, 24, had a 70, a 76 and a 50, uh, double out four for five on checkouts mm. and a 3.0 and a 2.8 and create like it, it wasn't like absurd. The best we've ever seen. It was just so casually good. Like it was just very elite casual and, uh, I think Trey knew coming in, he was going to have to throw phenomenal and hope Raj was a little off and Raj was nope. not. A little <laughs> no, he off. wasn't. Not, not in the least. So uh, I believe King Raj gets to meet the queen now for uh, winning the battle of Canada. They, they have a queen. Twice. Right? I think he's won it twice now. Did he? Or did yeah. Yeah, Trey didn't beat him? Yeah, he yeah, won 5-4. Yeah, yeah. I think the 5-4 was what gave us hope for uh, Trey this Certainly. Round, but But uh, yeah, so a final surgeon king raj it's the matchup we all wanted to see it was the matchup we were all waiting for so um we will definitely talk more on that um but that was the lead and now let's talk about some of the performances we have a whole group of folks for fail of the week fail of the week (laughs) what an idiot that's right um the first one we're keeping it in the family. Darty South. We talked about it. Lost three straight legs for the chance to uh, move on in the playoffs. Up three to one. Needed one more leg. Lost three straight. Two for 46 on double outs for the match. I just, I can't even say anything. I can't even look at Darty South's name on this Google Doc. I just, we need to move on. <laughs> well, moving on, another heartbreaker for me. Deadhead Darter, 0 for 16 on the double outs and swept 5 nothing. No show. No show from the Deadhead. Deadhead, what happened, man? Send us, a, send us an email. Did you play golf that day? Not play golf that day? Uh, you know, too many, too many Milwaukee bests. What happened, man? We, we'd love to hear from you and uh, understand what happened. And uh, our condolences, it couldn't have happened to a, a nicer guy. Absolutely. And then finally, the Nooch can't set up a playoff match. That's right. Surgeon jumped to a 5-3 lead. And then what happened? Why, why won't it roll to the next leg? Oh. I only did it for best of nine, not best of eleven. Oh, uh, but I was watching hey. the that match without sound. I was doing something else where I needed my headset. Probably uh, listening to something stupid, but uh, I had no idea. I was like, "Surge one, why aren't they going to uh, the the interviews? Like, what's going on? They're just still showing the board." And I kept checking my feed, like it's not frozen. Why isn't it? What's going on? And then finally, I looked in the chat. I was like, "Oh." This is best of six or first of six. And I'm like, oh, okay, no, I understand. But yeah, Nooch, uh, 
he was probably focused on his darts and, and the legs that he won showed he was, but uh, got to learn to type in the right numbers, bud. Hey, technology, it's hard for them old folks. <laughs> Low blow. I mean, I would say I would say Nooch would get mad and send me an email chewing me out for calling him old, but he doesn't know how to send emails to the <laughs> podcast. Oh, man. Come on. Yeah, I just Nooch, threw down the gun. Remember that I, I don't have to play this, you next okay? season, Nooch. Don't take it out on me, Nooch. I'm not the one saying this. This is all Steven. <laughs> Save it for when he's back in A in two seasons. Uh, but uh, congratulations, Darty South, Deadhead Darter, the Nooch. You are the fail of the week. But on a uh, more positive note, leg of the week. Leg of the week. Nice leg. And uh, I think everybody knows who uh, the performance of the week is going to be. But congratulations, Surgeon, stealing the leg of the week. A 3.8 in cricket. Only took him 18 darts. Had uh, three singles, two singles, and three singles. But then caught fire, finished with a five mark, seven mark, and three bulls. Uh, might have been a little bit longer of a match if uh, the Nooch didn't average a 1.4 in that leg. Uh, didn't didn't really kind of let him get away with those singles. Yeah, I think Surgeon won with 16 points. So uh, he, he only you know scored on the the 16 draws. He would have probably won zero zero, which you love to see. But uh, that's a pretty tidy little leg there in, in cricket, Surgeon. I think it was his second leg. So his first leg of cricket was kind of his warm up, and then he. Uh, you know, kind of went nuts. But congrats to for taking it out in 18 darts in cricket. That's pretty impressive. He'll uh, he'll definitely need those uh, cricket legs uh, next week against Raj. Um, speaking of King Raj, performance of the week that was impressive. Our performance of the week, his six-one uh, drubbing of uh, the train. Well. There's only one thing to say, Stephen. King Raj is good at darts. Good at darts. And so that was our performance of the week. Great job uh, from uh, everybody this week. And uh, now let's uh, roll on over to a quick little Open Cup update. Um, I think we talked about it uh, a little bit Um but uh, I think it, I think it actually happened last week. Congraw, a six-one uh, winner over Sweats, uh, a great run from uh, Sweats. Uh, he was in the first round as a non-photo player, and probably his best performance too. He averaged a sixty-five point four and was actually in uh, most of these legs. Uh, but Congraw, uh, twenty-three darter, seventeen darter, twenty. 21, 21, 20. Mm. Congra. Josh, you're really good at darts, too. I wonder who's better, King Rogers yeah. or Congra. I wish we could have seen that match. But you, you do have to give some credit. Uh, Sweats had 13 uh, checkout opportunities. So, um, yeah, he had, he had some chances to take some legs in there through well. And uh, uh, you got to have to tip your cap because – I, I was looking at a lot of his other matches, and that, that was by far the best uh, he was. So it was good to see him get up for uh, the opponent. Um, and then in our other semifinal match for the Open Cup, uh, left-hand hooligan, 
uh, held off um, Shenandoah Slinger. Uh, Slinger had a great run going, kind of fell short, had uh, some really, really good legs. He had a 16 darter and a 19 darter, um, but couldn't hold it together for the whole match. Um, and, and left-hand hooligans going to roll on to the finals. Yeah, that match could have gone the other way. I think there was, um, you know, uh, I think Slinger had some darts at, at making it five, um, but lefty took it took it out. And uh, again, we're going to see another amazing, amazing Open Cup final, Congrel versus left-hand. And I don't really know if I had left-hand as someone who I would expect or think to that would give be able to give Congrel a run for his money, but after seeing him throw the last few weeks, I, I think he's definitely going to be able to do that. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see. He, um, I think his best leg that he won was a, a 22 darter. And, uh, but he's consistently there. I yep. mean, he had uh, two 22s and a 223s and a 24, but God. You might not get chances to throw it 22, 23, and 24 against Congross. So uh, it'll definitely be interesting to see. Uh, big match, and, and it'll be fun to watch. And hopefully that does get uh, get cast this next week since we'll have some availability. Um, but yeah, Open Cup, uh, we'll see if um, Congross can go back-to-back. Uh, I, I would still say the odds are on him to do so um, and just continue to bring Fodel to his knees but um, there's still time to reconsider letting him in the league, guys. <laughs> there's still time. No offense, Congro. <laughs> Make him start in D, though. I think we uh, should. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. Dr. Feelgood can't wait to get her <laughs> shot. <laughs> I think it would be fun to see how high of a number Dr. Feel- Feelgood, how many legs would Dr. Feelgood not get under 400? Her average would um, go really high before probably. Before Congro won the legs. <laughs> She's not worried about scoring or not having those uh, double out problems. Exactly. So, um, but that was your open cup update folks. But now we have a little treat for you. We are joined tonight by a proud supporter of the pod, friend of the pod. And one of your favorites, the toaster is in the house. We're joined by the one, the only. You may know him as Toaster. We know him as Dave. We've got the Toaster here joining us. Toaster, how you doing? Not too bad, guys. How you doing? Really, uh, thank, wow. thanking, uh, thank you guys for inviting me to be on here. It's a pretty awesome experience. Absolutely. Uh, we only let the finest people <laughs> on, uh, so we're, we're excited to have you here. But... Um, Let's uh, just kind of get started. Give give the folks uh, some background, a little bit about you. Um, kind of where where are you from? Uh, where where did you kind of get started? And how how did you get started in darts? How long you been throwing that kind of stuff? Well, I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Not really Detroit, more north. But nobody knows where where the actual city is. So you always just say Detroit, or, or you point to your hand, but can't really point to my hand through audio, so that doesn't work too well. But yeah, from Michigan, born and raised. Um, started in darts. Well, actually, my dad was who got what, what got me started in darts. He played when I was growing up, and then he was he had to kind of quit because three kids and everybody playing hockey will take up most of your time. But uh, started a little bit there, and then 
when I was away at school, I went to Michigan Tech, so that's up in the Upper Peninsula, way up there. Um, me and all my housemates would throw just soft tip with like the shitty bar darts. The pretty much every day you'd hear somebody throwing on the board. You'd run down there and play. And after I graduated, I came back home and hung up my own steel tip board and just fell in love with it because something I can do on my own and uh, practice to get more competitive. You know, I gotta gotta always have something competitive to do. So that's why. I, really took to it i think that was that was after the uh, hockey the pro hockey career fell through no that fell through a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. it's rascal thanks for joining us man um give us a little bit of maybe your initial uh impression of the photo how'd you find us what'd you think and uh what made you decide hey i want to throw these guys uh, to be honest, I was probably bored in a hotel room, uh, traveling for work and surfing Reddit and darts talk and all that and stumbled upon, I think it might've been one of the graphics for uh, surgeon versus criminal finals. Uh, not going to see that for a while again, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm here for the just, burns. Sorry. Uh, so I just stumbled <laughs> upon the, the Twitch stream and just started chatting with everybody and uh, just really great community. I was like, I need to be a part of this because my in-person league is not enough for me. So uh, glad to glad to be a part of it now and just a great community of people. Yeah, man, we're certainly glad to have you as a part of the family. And uh, especially now as part of the podcast family, being a great friend of the pod, now you are officially part of it. So thanks for that. Uh, no problem. of your, 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 uh, local league, did your nickname come from that or where did you get uh, your nickname from? No, it didn't come from that. It was actually, uh, got two other friends who were trying to think of gamer tags. And, uh, my one friend was Phil and the other one is Jake. So they came up with, uh, just plays on their name. So it was Jake and shake or, uh, like shake and bake. And then, uh, fill me up buttercup. And the best thing we could come up with Dave was, uh, the Dave little toaster, like the old animated uh, movie. So that's where it came from. Nothing, nothing crazy. Gotcha. Um, so your, uh, your first uh, season in photo, you um, hit the ground running, uh, got promoted from C to B league, and then kind of, kind of hit a little bit of a hiccup in form um, and got relegated from B kind of talk a little bit about that. What, what kind of went wrong and, and how'd you, uh, how'd you deal with, uh, getting relegated? Well, I think I was taking it a little too serious. Um, maybe practicing a little too much, getting in my own head. And then, uh, about halfway through that season, um, kind of turned it on a little bit and just, uh, squeaked into that last playoff, uh, promotion or relegation spot. And, wasn't able to to make it, but I think uh, it was deserved to go down. I wasn't. I basically took the first half of the season off, so uh, not upset by going down. But once I got down, uh, I, I kind of made myself some goals on what I wanted to accomplish with this season here and see, and I, I accomplished all of them. But uh, just kind of took things a little easier and uh, try to get stay out of my head. I picked up that. Um, inner game of tennis book and only read about half of it, but did take some things away from that seemed to help. Nice. It, it appears you, you read the uh, correct <laughs> half of the uh, yep. tennis book. Um, but yeah, we, we kind of saw, uh, like you said, you, you really started to come on in uh, B 
And then uh, really in C, you just kind of kept it going and, and threw uh, great darts all season. By uh, by about the halfway point, it was pretty clear you were were getting uh, locked in. Um, and and so you think it was mostly uh, kind of changing the routine or just changing the mindset as well that really uh, helped you um, kind of dominate? And I just moved up to four foot, uh, four feet away. That helped out a lot. <laughs> it works for exactly. the surgeon. Um, no, I, I think being a little busier in life now, I have um, – I know I mentioned in the email, I got a newborn son now, so I have less time to practice. So I think I take my few practice sessions a little more serious. Um, I'm able to stay out of my head more because I'm not thinking about it so much. Have a, kind of a set routine now before I go into a match that I try to keep consistent. So that's helped out a ton. Um, yeah, I mean, I think just uh, just staying out of my own head has really been the biggest thing. No, absolutely. Dave, you're officially back in. You'll be joining the uh, illustrious Pepe Lay and the criminal coming from A. What are you looking forward to besides <laughs> obviously playing those and, and defeating both of them handily? Oh, I hope to hope to beat them both. That'd be great. Uh, for B, I just think I'd uh, love to make the playoffs, but like, unfortunately for you, I don't think I want to be up in A with those guys. I don't, I don't think I'm there yet. I mean, I'd love to be throwing like that, but I'm just not there. So maybe uh, this season could be a, a stepping stone towards that, but I'm not ready for, for those 60 plus averages. <laughs> I totally know what you mean. Uh, finally, if you had to pick someone in, in any division or B specifically, uh, to be your rival, who would it be and why? Well, I was thinking about this one. I'd have to say, um, Elke, I had to lose to him in the playoff relegation. And then in, uh, the, op- was it the open cup? No, the handy cup. And then he had a tough match. The first, uh, was the first match of this season, but, uh, he's not in B with me. So that'll be a uh, tough to be a rival there. Uh, so if I had to pick somebody up in B, um, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. We'll see, though. Is there a Michigan-Nebraska football rivalry, too? I don't know anything about Big Ten football. Uh, actually, there is. I have a potential future uh, cousin-in-law, I guess, who's a big Nebraska fan. That's uh, Nebraska football and University of Michigan football, and who was the, the, the champion of the uh, national champion for that one season. But I don't take, uh, take too much – I don't care too much about that. So, Right. Well, Dave, thank you so much well, for Dave... joining us. Go ahead. Well, I'll cut that over again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, no worries. No worries. We, we're, we, we need to have more guests on so we understand how to handle the, the transitions. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a work in progress. Um, I don't make Zach work as hard anymore because he's in A Ooh. and I'm in B. Yeah, so the heavy I, need to, I need to pull my weight a little bit. Exactly. But uh, we'll, we'll, I'll be the rival. Um, I'll make a couple uh, Detroit jokes um, the week, the week of our match <laughs> so we can get a little. Come on, Steven. Detroit's already got nothing going for you. Don't I know. Seriously. Anymore. Every single one of our sports still, is terrible. I still want any time, uh, at least for our match, if we're cast, I want you to have a button you can hit. If you, if you hit a double out, just hit a button that'll go. Detroit yeah. basketball. I'll see what I can do. Or maybe contact <laughs> that guy and see if he'll record yeah, you something. We should do it. Um, I, I think that would be big. I'm, I mean, I'm a big fan of uh, having signature moves. So uh, 
the more we can make darts like wrestling, <laughs> I think it's good for the brand. Girls have uh, the goal horn, you know, like when you score a goal in, uh, there you in go. hockey. And yeah, that's it's actually like an old fairy ship uh, horn for the Red Wings. So, what was it? I'll play. Uh, I'll if for our match, I'll play the uh, I'll play the goal song for uh, the Chicago oh, yeah. Blackhawks. Ch- Chelsea Dagger. <laughs> I know it well. <laughs> Well, Dave, thanks again, man, yeah. and uh, best of luck to you in B next season. Uh, Thank you. We shall get one guaranteed win when you play, Stephen, but <laughs> being on the call and uh, listening to the pod and being such a great friend of the podcast. Yeah, no problem. Really appreciate you guys having me on. All right. Thanks again, Dave. It was uh, great having you here, and um, yeah, you'll be somebody that will definitely uh, be somebody to beat in a favorite early in uh, B, so um definitely playing great darts and it's great to see when people are throwing really well. So, um, Dave's, Dave's a great guy and, uh, hopefully he can continue to throw well, but now folks it's time. We're going to take a little peek, take a little walk. We're going to check out on the corner. Did anybody send us any mail? Standard fights in the sky. Double, double, chai. Don't do math like a rook or criminal get shook. It's Rascal's Mailbag. Rascal's Mailbag. Hey, guys. Thanks for writing into the mailbag this week. It was really fun to get three emails, and I'm really excited to read them. First up, Philip Brown, Rascal's Railbag. First off, every time Rascal says Rascal's Mailbag, I cannot tell if he's saying it correctly or Rascal's Railbag. That's funny you say that, Phil, because I can't either. And every time I sing it, I'm like, wait, did I sing that right? I don't know why that's stuck in my mind, but it's becoming disturbing. Second, I want to hype this current rookie class a little more than the hype already received. You will all remember this rookie class as one of the all-time rookie classes in all of sports. The Fireman, the Kilf, Alpine Stranger, Repat, Left Hand Hooligan, and the King. King Raj, what a showing in season number one. Predictions. Sorry to bud the chud. I like you, but Alpine coming to be. The King will see the surgeon in the finals and begin the dynasty that is this rookie class. Left-hand hooligan to square off with Congraw in the Open Cup final. Must feel and be aware that 2020 is the year of COVID and the plague that is the rookies. Photo is already displaying rookie t-shirts, minus one, but then added with tape. I know this may be poking the bear and creating some extra pressure on the rooks, and I'm speaking on their behalf without consent, but it needed to be said. The plague is upon Photo, and there will be no vaccine. Left-hand hooligan. P.S. I'm glad to, be, to accept the bad guy role for the rookies. Not many photo bad guys, and not sure who is the bad guy between Slinger and Nooch, because I played them both, and both were great guys. Both were great guys, but in the words of an idol of mine, Tony Montana, "You people need me, so take a look at the bad guy." <laughs> Phil, what an email! Oh, Phil wrote us another email. This one's called Rascal's Mailbag. Pepe and Rascal, please disregard everything I said in previous email. I don't know what got into me. I got really carried away. Everyone in photo is awesome. I don't want to be the bad guy. I don't know who I was fooling. <laughs> Love to the pod. Say hi to Lush. Hashtag Team Big Body. That second that second email made me so sad because I loved the first email. Yeah, um, and I I hope he didn't actually want us to not read it, but I did. So yeah, he uh, he's not wrong. I mean, this rookie class has uh, will probably only be surpassed when you guys foolishly let Congraw in the league. Mm, yeah, Congraw let like a bunch of other. 30 average players statistically Congraw joins the league and that's the best rookie class ever. So sorry. <laughs> Probably. All right. We have one more email from T Y entitled hello. 
Hi, podcasters. Photo B Rookie here. Really looking forward to winning some matches against the Scrubs of B and or still losing to everyone and really feeling good about myself. At any rate, I'm glad the podcast came back, though nobody wanted to hear your incorrect playoff predictions anyway. Glad everyone likes the videos we've done for the league. Takes everything to a whole new level. My favorite is everyone taking the time to come together and take five minutes out of their day to send me their footage. Wait, did I say everyone? Well, everyone who had time, boom, shots fired, circle that one on the schedule. I don't know what <laughs> don't know what he's referencing there. Oh, no weird. idea. No idea. It's before the semifinal matches for A as I write this. I got Raj and Nooch with the upset over Surgeon. Ooh, I got some bad news for you, T.Y. Your own one on the podcast predictions. Should be actually one and one, I guess. Should be two great matches, but lock it in. We'll have a new champion this season. Can't wait to add a fourth champion to the private group chat. So elite in there. That brings me to the real point of this email, and it's a bit serious, so brace yourselves. Will you all learn the basic outshots, please? I mean, literally, come on. At least learn below 60. I'm a big guy by heart, and my, can't, my heart can't handle the extra stress. Do you understand? You're literally killing me every time you do bad math. Think about it. Do you want my cholesterol-laden blood on your hands? No? Then for the love of all things holy and unholy cannoli, I beg you. For real, though, start simple, guys. Learn what to hit below 60. I see way too many errors out there. If you're on an odd number, you got to set yourself up to a double that splits. 40, 32, 24, 16, 8, etc. Once you have that, above 60, at least shoot an odd number. And when you have an odd number remaining, worst case, you can get to a double even if it's not the best. Then just work your way slowly. Learn 61 through 70, get it down. Then 71 through 80, etc. Harder than it already is and still beat me. I literally cannot. I cannot. Okay, bye, Krim. Krim, thank you so much for what a lovely email that was. We love hearing from you. It's uh, been too long, our friend. Guys, thank you so much. Uh, that's been Rascal's Mailbag. And uh, if you'd like to be on Rascal's Mailbag, please write in to FODLweeklyPodcast at gmail.com. That's FODLweeklyPodcast at gmail.com. You know, that, that was a very heartfelt email from Krim, but uh, it is actually part of my strategy to uh, frustrate Krim through bad math. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and, and you'd think I only do that. I thought you were going to say it's part of my strategy to, to kill Krim. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish that. Uh, but, um, you know, if I, if, if he can like see me do bad math for like five or six matches, he's already on tilt by the time we're playing head to head. And, uh, yeah, I, I need those. I have to, I have to do the long game here. Um, so, uh, it's, it's a focused strategy. But um, yeah, great mailbag. Appreciate everybody writing in. But now, folks, let's talk some predictions. It's time for Who You Got. Who You Got? Who will win? Who will lose? Pepe Lay and Rascal choose. <laughs> week two, playoff edition. How'd everything go last week? Huh? Let's, let's take a look. Oh, Pepe Lay won again. Supposedly. A foreign, foreign one record, two on the nodes. Did you say nodes? On on the nodes, on the nose, on the nodes. Well, like the lymph Forever. nodes. It was correct. I was so precise. I could hit the lymph nodes oh, if I wanted. Oh my god! Um, Call the then, doctor. Uh, Rascal... I need her to, to give me a uh, prescription for this bullshit. <laughs> a uh, three and two mark from the rascal, but no perfect predictions 
Ooh, still, still a 25 and 29 mark for the season. Pepe, a 35 and 19. I think I might be winning this season hey, a listen, little bit. Even a, a, uh, I don't know. I was going to say a funny thing and I, listen, I'm sorry guys. I've been off tonight. Okay. I tried to get really <laughs> you're, drunk you're today and then keep writing it. And then we recorded at 10 and I fell off about eight o'clock. So I feel a little hungover. I'm a little tired. I mean, we already had the best part, which is the interview with Dave. I mean, come on. What do you want me to do? Listen to Pepe brag about change, going back and changing his predictions after the fact because no one can read them and no one knows them <laughs> in the first place? Uh, you should run for public office. I did not conspiracy have sexual relations great. with that woman. Uh, but uh, you may be mathematically eliminated this season, but we still have four more predictions to make. So let's get right into it. One of these people are going to see league Slappy Pappy versus Blade Mouth. Who you got? I have no idea how many legs they're Rascal. playing. That makes it hard. We should. Rascal. It should be on the uh, should be on the general. But did uh, did he did he yeah, pin I those? He I don't know. Uh, okay, I'm going Blade Mouth, Rascal, or Shanks. Because apparently picking it against them isn't working. So. Um, let's see. Hold on, I'm getting into general now. Uh, loading. Oh, I've been good. holding in that belt all cute. podcast. Maybe I'll edit it out. Maybe uh, I won't. It's definitely not pinned. So I will scroll up. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. scrolling. Up. Keep, uh, hey, you want me to tell you a story about scrolling? It's very uh, boring, but it'll kill some time on the playoffs. Uh, on the podcast, what I'm so fucking tired. Uh, so I just got this new MacBook, and when you use the touchpad or the trackpad, if you scroll normally like you would on a, a wheel, it's the reverse, and then you can go in and change that. But then I also have a USB mouse that I use sometimes when I feel like using it, and it's the opposite on that. So anytime I plug in my USB mouse, I have to go into settings and change the scroll because you would think the the way the wheel works is the same as the trackpad, but it's the inverse. And it's very frustrating to me when I'm sitting there at the top of, of Slack trying to scroll into somewhere, and it's like, wait, this is reversed. It's very frustrating. And that's my scrolling story. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Pepe is still scrolling. And I either haven't, I either haven't scrolled up enough or I'm not finding it. But Rascal is stalling well. Raw high. So B is six, so I'm going to guess uh, C is five and... I think D's its own and C uh, and D. D are the same. Okay, so we'll go. We'll, we'll, we'll predict off five for D, first to five. Blade, 5 0. Wow. Going big. Blade, 5 0. I'm going slappy pappy, staying in five to two. Five to two. Um,. So then we, we talked about this one, big, big matchup, Bud the Chud versus uh, Alpine Stranger. It's going to be a fun one. Who you got? Who you got? Um, let's see. Uh, you know, I, I think I'm going to have to go with left-hand hooligan here. I think Stranger is taking it down six to five. I think he is uh, gonna get it done. Um, showed good, uh, 
good so far in the playoffs, checked out well, uh, seems to be thrown really well. So I'm, I'm sticking with the hot hand. You know, I think that you're probably right, but I got to go with my heart. Bud, 6-4. Bud, 6-4. It's not a terrible prediction. I, uh, like, I could see this one going either way. And, and I mean, everybody loves Bud. So, uh, moving on to B, this one is even more of a conundrum because of, uh, we have no official ruling on the mental state of DJ Mike Hughes, but DJ Mike Hughes versus the Jig winner is in a league. Who you got? Oh man. I, this is tough because I love Mike and I don't want to see him be sad. I don't think he really cares to be honest. And I think the jig wants it. I think it'd be really cool too if the jig followed me back to A after he saved me from going to C. So I'm going to go DJ 6-3. And I only did that because I saw you start writing it on the jig side. So fuck you, Steven. You don't know my brain. Only I know my brain. There you go. I'm out of your head. Not in your head anymore. Good good defense there. Uh, I'm going to take everything you just said about the jig and actually put it into my pick and say jig is going to take it down six, four. And uh, yeah, DJ just going to come hang out with me and Krim and um, we'll, we uh, we'll see if uh, DJ can get his groove back. Um, But the picks are in. It is now time. King Raj versus the surgeon for the photal championship. Who you got? Surgeons never let me down, except for that one time. But I don't know if we were predicting back then. I'm going with Surgeon. Was it best of the first of seven? I think it's the first of seven. Surgeon, seven, six. LLD, baby. Wow. Big there. Ah. Would love to see it. I don't know if I would love to see it. He wins every year, but... <laughs> I'm going King Raj seven to five. Uh, I think it just comes down to baseline. Um, I feel like Raj's baseline is uh, just higher. Did you say Raj is um, higher? And so, Raj is using illegal substances. I don't know if they're probably. illegal in Canada. Actually, I think they are illegal um, in Canada. Yeah, yeah. It's Canada. It's free. They got free drugs in Canada. Free medication. It's. I don't know if they have free drugs. They have free healthcare. No, not they don't have free healthcare. If cheap medication. I don't I'm know. I'm pretty sure. Train, yeah, train, train can email. you explain, explain this to the Canadian me. medical system in uh, at a minimum 1,000 words and at maximum 10,000 words in email? Thanks, Train. Or or three or three gifts. Thousand well, a picture's worth 1,000 words, and if it's a three-frame gift. Okay. Three gifts or 3,000 words. All right. Now you've lost me on the mental math. Okay. Krim. Send us an email. Explain to us how the <laughs> gift uh, words ratio works. Uh, are we still doing this? Is it time to go to bed yet? Uh, yeah, I think we're done. I, th- I think we're done here, folks. Um, I would like to say that uh, in honor of Pepe Lay being in B-League, we just gave you a B-podcast performance. Um the toaster definitely tried yeah, to bring it up to A level. Uh, we we want to thank him for joining us. It was uh, great to see him there, and we we apologize for everything else we fucked up horribly. But, but in, um, in standard yeah, rascal we'll, fashion, we use someone else to make us better, like reading the toaster again for being on. 
There you go. And uh, left-hand hooligan trying to spice things up. I like it. Uh, way, to, way to try and take on the extra role there. So uh, need something to pass the time since you're not playing matches since you won an auto promo bid. He's playing matches. He's um, in the Open Cup final, yeah. baby. That is. That is true. Open Cup final. So uh, five great matches this week. It should be uh, fun, and hopefully we'll see some really uh, close, good matchups, and then uh, I will, again, win on predictions. But uh, once again, thank you to uh, Toaster, and thank you for everybody joining us. I'm your host, Pepe Lay. Pew, pew, pew. And I'm Red Rascal. Hey, Mike. It's your buddy, Zach, here. I know you want the original Chrome information here, but I don't know how to pull that off of the original cast. And I don't really feel like looking into it. I'd rather just talk about new things every week. Like, hey, Mike, what's going on in your head? Can you tell me? I picked you over Jig. And I probably really burned a big, big bridge there with Jig. But hoping that Jig understands that I'm trash at predicting the season. I'm going for a reverse shake. But I'm not. I'm really picking you because I love you, Mike. And I wonder what you're doing out there in Colorado with your long hair and your pointy nipples. Just tweaking them sometimes. Really weird when you're no shirt on because who wears shirts? You know what? I just realized I'm wearing a shirt. It's kind of cold in Richmond. No wonder this podcast was such shit this week. God, well, anyways, Mike, if you're listening, can you call Krim and get him to call me? Because, Krim, I'm still waiting for you to call me, okay? Rascal out! You've been listening to Vodal Weekly. Tune in to Darts Night on Twitch, Monday through Thursday on the FO Dart League channel on Twitch. All opinions expressed on this podcast are solely the casters and are not representative of the Fodal. The Fodal Weekly is in no way affiliated with the FODL, and we are not sure if it's trademarked or copyrighted. All questions need to be directed to the law.